When you started your podcast, did you have this vision of the types of guests that you were going to get on? Perhaps you had a wish list, A-listers in your field or industry that you would have absolutely loved to have a conversation with. Have you ever looked at another podcast and wondered how the heck they were able to get the type of guests that they get on their show? Come on now, tell me I'm not alone here. Because I have. In fact, that was exactly what was running through my mind when I was checking out the podcast Frugalpreneurs Build a Business on a Bootstrapped Budget. There were guests like Pat Flynn, Jordan Harbinger, Bren Kane, and Mike McCullowicz on there. And I was like, how in the world? And instead of continuing to wonder, I decided to have the host come and talk to us about it. So I invited Sarah and John to speak to my Capture Collective Mastermind group about how they can get their A-list guests on their podcast and with her permission, decided to share the lessons she taught with you as well. So if you have been struggling with how to get your A-list guests onto your podcast, then this episode is for you. My name is Deidre Shen, CEO and co-founder of Capture, the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter, and this is the Grow My Podcast Show. Hey, hey, welcome to the Grow My Podcast show. My name is Deidre Shen, and today I'm joined by Sarah and John, who over a decade has created several of her own startups, currently owning and running a podcast production agency called Podseam. She's also the podcast host of Frugalpreneur, Building a Business on a Bootstrap Budget. And on this podcast, she's had guests like Pat Flynn, Jordan Harbinger, Bryn Kane, and Mike McCullowicz, amongst many others. And with that kind of lineup, I thought she would be awesome to help us with how to get our own A-level guests onto our podcast. Like many of us entrepreneurs trying to figure things out, Sarah did a lot of things. She had started a photography business, you know, photographing animals, landscapes, and architecture, and then transitioned into doing wedding and portrait photography. And it wasn't until Sarah discovered podcasting that things started to click for her. I tried, yeah, dropshipping, affiliate marketing, blogging, all these different things. And it was kind of through this process that I discovered all these like free or affordable tools and resources to run a business on a budget. So I decided to write a book called Frugalpreneur um, that kind of goes over the different types of online business models and, and how to run them on a budget. And then I got the idea, well, I should launch a podcast to coincide with the book just as an extra marketing lever, basically, or more exposure. But it was just going to be like 10 episodes. Uh, but I got more leverage and traction with the podcast than the book. And so, and I really enjoyed it. I love the connections I was making and the networking. So I just kept it going. I'm now over 150 episodes and three years later. And yeah, just, and now I'm all in on all things podcasting. Podcasting is so, so awesome. So what exactly does an A-list guest mean to Sarah? I mean, I guess the definition of an A-list kind of probably varies per person. Like within the entrepreneurship space, they, I would guess, consider A-list like Pat Flynn, Jordan Harbinger, Mike Michalowicz. You had mentioned Brendan Kane. I don't, Christy Wright. I don't know if many people, she used to work for Dave Ramsey. Let's see. Uh, Nick Loper from Tussle Nation, a few of those, but 
And some of them were, you know, easy enough to get. You just asked and they were willing. But there were a few, like in particular, Pat Flynn, Jordan Harbinger, and Mike Michalowicz, that I had contacted a few times, didn't hear anything. And, but I have now had all three of them on my show. Wow. So yes, Sarah is definitely someone we can learn from about how to get our A-list guests onto our podcast. And that's exactly what we're going to be diving into straight after this short ad break. So hang with us because Sarah is going to unveil her top three secrets to how she got A-list guests onto her podcast. Are you ready to reach more people on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast? Well, it's time to meet every podcaster's new best friend, Capture. Capture is the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter and the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. In just 10 minutes or less, Capture will turn your episode audio file into an episode title, description, show notes, social media captions for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok, a promotional email, blog post, LinkedIn article, YouTube description, and full transcript. All of the drafts it creates for you are fully editable and downloadable. All you have to do is just upload your episode audio, wait for it to generate the drafts for you, and view and edit these drafts and download them to use in all of your marketing content. But before you think that Capture is just another robot that just writes words for you, I have to tell you about what makes Capture different. You see, Capture's AI has a very robust mix of human intelligence mixed into it. Capture was created by marketers so that every piece of copy it writes for you is infused with content honey traps so that your podcast episode stops the scroll and hooks your audience in to listen. But don't just take my word for it. Capture is offering you a free trial so you can see the magic for yourself for your podcast. Sign up takes less than 30 seconds and nope, there is no credit card required. Just head on over to www.capture.com and sign up for a free trial. That's www.capsho.com and sign up for a free trial today. I am joined by Sarah St. John, host of Frugal Preneurs, and we are going to jump straight into her three secrets to getting her A-list guests onto her podcast. And definitely grab a pen and paper and be prepared to write notes because we're going to get pretty tactical with these secrets. The three tips or steps that I learned with these three guests in particular, Pat Flynn, Mike Michalowicz, and Jordan Harbinger, and it's kind of a different step for each one. But I'll, I'll, I guess, touch on each three real quick and then kind of go into detail. So one would be to become a part of their community, their online community, if they have one, you know, and that might be a Facebook group, but more like if they have a private community of some sort, just being uh, kind of going where they're, they are and interacting. Another tip would be like, if it, if it's someone who has a book coming out to their a lot of people who are more difficult to get are a lot more open to doing more shows and even smaller shows if they're promoting 
a book or, you know, it could be something else, but typically a book because they go on like these, you know, back in the day it used to be like book tours where they'd go around to cities in person, but now it's kind of more like podcast tours and they'll do a whole bunch of podcasts like leading up to and right around the time of the book release. And then the third thing is sometimes you just have, I mean, depending on your budget and how bad you want the guest. And if you think that it'll move the needle forward, sometimes you just have to be willing to pay to play. Ooh, if that doesn't whet your appetite for the detail to come, I don't know what does. So let's jump into step one. Yeah. So, okay. So this is Pat Flynn and I had contacted him several times. The only way to contact him is through like his contact form on his website and I assume that goes through a gatekeeper. And so he probably never even saw it because who knows how many requests he gets to be a guest on people's shows. Well, I didn't even have the idea of doing this, but it just it just worked out. So he launched a private, it was like, it's a paid community, but it's only like 49 a month. It's not some, you know, huge expensive one, but uh, called SPI Pro, which stands for Smart Passive Income. And I had joined it just kind of to see, you know, how it is and all this stuff. Well, I noticed after I joined, because he uses a platform for it called Circle. And I noticed that you can direct message people who are in the community. And I was like, could I direct message Pat Flynn? And so I did, but I still didn't think anything of it. So I told him about my podcast, what it was about, and asked if he'd like to be a guest. I even included a booking link. Within two hours, he had already booked in, responded, and said, yeah, I'd love to be on the show. And then we had the interview like a week or two later. So it was like, for that example, it's like he is obviously invested in this community that he had just launched. It's a paid community. Doesn't have to be a paid community, I'm sure, but especially if it is. So, and the and the fact that I could direct message him, I mean, there were there might have been another way to get a hold of him if that wasn't an option. I don't know, but yeah, I think that's kind of um, versus you know submitting something on their website or even an email address or whatever because that might never get to him. But this did get to him, and he booked right away. So that's how I got him. This is such a cool tip. And something that actually echoes what a friend of mine, Dana Derricks, the founder of Dream 100 Software, teaches. Fundamental to his Dream 100 strategy is to become a customer of your Dream 100, or as we've described on this episode, of your A-list guest. As he puts it, when someone reaches out, one of the first things that they're going to do is to look you up and see whether you're part of their community. There is no more powerful way to get into the same orbit as your potential A-list guest than to buy something from them, even if it's just a book or something small. Okay, so write that first tip down. Now, how about the second one? So so this is with Mike Michalowicz. I don't know if people are familiar with him, but he's written a whole bunch of books like Profit First, for example. That's probably one of his more well-known ones. So I had tried several times to get him on the show as well. This one is actually kind of a two-parter. Now that I think about it, I had forgotten about this part. I had tried several times to get him on the show, never heard anything. Well, I was a guest on someone else's show. This is the part I had forgotten. I was a guest on someone else's show who knew him or like was an acquaintance. And I had the Dream 100 list and he had seen it. 
the guy whose show I was on. And he's like, hey, do you want me to do an introduction for to Mike Michalowicz for you? And I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. So kind of the whole networking Dream 100 at play there. That's the part I kind of forgot about. But also, it happened to fall at the time that he was just promoting a book. His latest one, Get Different, I believe. And, and so I think it, it might have been the combination of the two. But definitely, I know when someone has a book coming out, you know, they go on these podcast tours. It's usually one of the best ways for them to promote the book. And they just go on a whole bunch of shows because the more people that, you know, obviously they want to sell more books and hopefully get it on in the rankings. And so there are a lot more willing, generally speaking, to go on shows that maybe they wouldn't normally. So I think it was maybe the combination factor there, but even if I hadn't had the intro, he might have probably been on the show anyway because he had a book coming out, which I kind of actually wanted to talk about Profit first, but he was really, you know, I didn't, at the time, I didn't even know he had a book coming out. Even though I had all his other books, I just didn't keep up with his timeline. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, if that's how I have to get him on to talk about his new book, then that's what I'm going to do. But maybe I'll have him on in the future again to talk about Profit First or something. But yeah, so definitely. And I know there's a website that you can go to. And I meant to find this before. I can look after this and send it to you if I find it. But there's some website you can go to to see. And it's not Amazon. It's something else where the upcoming books are like the author and what it is and like and i think it's kind of designed for this purpose so you can kind of get a head start on their promo and then yeah just helping launch that in a sense because you're generally they in a situation like that they'll want you to release the episode usually the week of when the book comes out maybe the week before to kind of help boost that because it doesn't really make sense to have the episode come out a month after the book came out you know so definitely timing on that and, and there's been several people i've tried to get on the show and this was before i even knew or thought of this idea but where their pr person will be like oh well they're not doing interviews right now but they do have a book coming out in blah 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 months can you ch check back then type of thing so whether you go through them directly, their PR person, you're just a lot more likely to get them on your show if you approach them at the right time. Ah, so cool. Okay, so to quickly recap, secret number one is to go where the community is and preferably become a customer of theirs so that they're incentivized to show you some love. Secret number two is to see whether they have a book coming out or something coming out. And Sarah gave us a really hot tip to go onto Amazon and see if there are any of your A-list guests on the upcoming books list so that you can help promote them on your podcast and be part of their launch. So now let's get into number three. So with Jordan Harbinger, I had tried to get him on, didn't really hear anything. Well, then he started, have you heard of the platform called Guestio? It's like a podcast guest and host matching thing similar to others. But the difference is it's usually people who charge to be a guest or to have you as a guest on their show. And so I had seen on there that he was charging, I think like 300 to be a guest. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. Well, then I kind of was thinking about it and I was like, I don't know. So I just emailed him and asked, 
and I'm in the same situation, except that I'd be paying directly through him. But he does send it all to charity, which is nice. It's not like he's really profiting off of it. So for him, that would be a pay to play. I've never done it with anyone else before, but I think I, I felt like I weighed the pros and the cons and I felt like, well, 300. I mean, because like right after that, I was like, what if he increases his rate? And I think he did to like 350 or something. So that's an option, but I would probably do that sparingly, like depending on your budget. And if you think, because he's one of the biggest names in podcasting. So it just made sense to have him on the show. And if he had charged like a thousand, I wouldn't have done it. But, you know, so you kind of have to weigh the pros and the cons of that. I know what you might be thinking at this point. Is it worth paying? If you have a budget and it makes sense and you feel like the ROI on it might, you know, or just to be able to say, like for me to be able to say and to have his photo on my website saying that I've had him on my show, you know, things like that. Even if there's not direct ROI as far as monetary, like just the credibility, authority, that kind of thing that that helped give the show, I think was worth it. Amazing. Okay, so there you have it. See Sarah's three secrets on how she landed some of her top A-listers as guests for her show. And as a bonus, I also wanted to know her approach in asking them to be a guest on her show. Well, actually, with all of them, they were very simple. You know, you don't want to do like a whole book <laughs> or a paragraph or several paragraphs, like going into who you are and like why you think they'd be a good guest for your show or or why you think they could benefit from being in your show. I mean, I would keep it as short as possible. Like I just basically said my name, the name of my show and what it's about, kind of like who the audience is. And then, yeah, maybe include a little bit about how they would benefit from being on the show that, that your listeners are their ideal customer, client, whatever avatar. But yeah, keep it to, I would say, two or three sentences. The shorter, the better, in my opinion, because I think when someone opens up something that's like a whole entire paragraph or several paragraphs, they usually ignore it. They don't even read it. <laughs> So yeah, if you can be short and sweet, that's what I recommend. Okay, so let's recap on how you can get some of your industry's A-listers onto your show. So step one or secret one is become a customer. Okay, show them that you actually care about their business and offer and reach out to them. Step number two is to see if they have something launching soon that you can be a part of to help them promote it. Uh, a book is a great one, but really it can be anything that they're looking to promote and launch. And step number three or secret number three is if you have the budget and depending on the guest, you may have to pay. As Sarah mentioned, this could be totally worth it if they can give you that instant credibility hit. And of course, provide value to your audience. You can grab the cheat sheet for this episode in our show notes. And if you want to connect with Sarah and learn more about what she's doing, she's got an awesome offer for her own book called 27 Ways to Market and Monetize a Podcast. I've read it and it is super tangible and super helpful. And the best thing is that it's free. All you have to do is pay $4.95 in shipping. We'll leave the link for you to grab your free copy in the show notes too. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, stay awesome. <laughs>